0: Welcome to another informative episode of Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. You've tuned in to one of the many stories from our online publication at add.albertadoctors.org. We're the flagship source of information and opinion of the Alberta Medical Association, advancing patient-centered quality care by advocating for and supporting physician leadership and wellness. Let's get started. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Alberta Doctors' Digest podcast from the Alberta Medical Association. As always, I'm your host, Editor-in-Chief Marvin Polis. Now, for this episode, I'm at the University of Alberta Hospital, and I'm here talking to Dr. Michael Marshall. Dr. Marshall, there was a very important conference that just wrapped up a few days ago at the at the hospital tell me about this.
1: Well, thank you, Marvin. For the first time in Alberta and in Canada for that matter, we had the WPATH World Professional Association for Transgender Health hold their GEI Global Education Initiative conference here in Alberta. It was an amazing experience to have physicians from our province who do this work anyway to come and mingle, learn, and communicate with other physicians who are looking to do this work to gain all the information that they can from the world leaders who descended upon our province to give us this information.
0: Now, what really stood out for you at the conference?
1: It was just great to be amongst like-minded professionals who want to provide good care to the transgender population, people who understood the need that persons who are transgender and live in Alberta, just need access to good quality care. It was great. It was great to be amongst providers from around the world who could share with us their expertise, their research, their knowledge, their clinical experience, and just a network. And Dr. Marshall, I understand that the
0: Alberta Medical Association was involved in the conference. Tell us about that.
1: It was very good, actually, to have the Alberta Medical Association come along on two of the three days to essentially pick the brains of the physicians who were there to find out more about diversity and inclusion in in healthy working environments and get some more information from them about what the AMA could do to further good, healthy working spaces. It was a worthwhile addition to have the AMA present.
0: Now what needs to be said then about the healthcare system with respect to the transgender population?
1: Transgender Albertans, like all other Albertans, need access to good care. Alberta Health Services has made some strides in recent years to make that care available to such persons. What we do need to see is a more coordinated approach where those of us who do this could have more access to each other so that we could gain from each other, we could lean on each other, and learn from each other's experiences in providing this care. It's a small field, and in concert with Alberta Health Services, we could do better than has been in the past, but we're getting there, but some ways to go still.
0: Now, what are some of the issues that really need to be resolved, especially from the point of view of physicians? Because I did listen to one of your presentations in particular, and one of the messages that you delivered is that Healthcare services are determined by one's gender at
1: birth, and this causes some issues in the, in the system. Tell me about that. Well, one is assigned a sex at birth, and that is sometimes the source of truth to certain aspects of healthcare delivery. But that isn't the source of truth for persons who live in an experienced gender that is sometimes different from the birth assigned sex. So some difficulties are encountered when accessing care that is determined on sex assigned at birth. There are workarounds, and I think one of the messages to physicians in the province is that having an expressed or experienced gender that is different from sex assigned at birth should not be a barrier to good quality care. And there are ways in which the persons who experience this misalignment can get good care.
0: Understood. Now what are some of the other things that stand out as barriers that need to be sorted out?
1: We know that as physicians we want to do what is good for our patients, what is right for them, in concert with the patients, in collaboration with them. Sometimes we know that this fear of causing harm or offence, or otherwise, may lead us not to act. So what I wish to say to Albertan physicians is that there is help, there is information, there is education that can allow us to bypass these worries that will allow us to provide good care and thereby increase access for the persons in Alberta who have a gender that is misaligned from their birth or sex.
0: Absolutely an important message. So tell me about that information that's available to physicians. Where is it available?
1: There are quite a few um, options. One of the first steps was to bring this conference to Alberta. We brought an internationally renowned conference right to our doorstep, providing information to the Albertan physicians who wish to learn more. There are online courses. There are physicians who do this work regularly and who are open to spending time with other physicians who wish to know. But also, we know that towards optimized practice is also looking at some guidance to help Albertan physicians who wish to provide care to the transgender population. So there's a lot of information available, widespread. We shouldn't have to look so hard for them, but they exist. What are some of the issues that you're seeing in your own practice? I think it's weights. People have to wait really long to get access to affirming interventions. And that is because there are not enough of us doing this work. I feel that, again, the barriers that exist are both for the persons who are seeking care and those of us who want to provide care. So some of the things I see are that persons wait some time to see us physicians who do this work. And we know that from the research, that period of waiting, the time that persons who are transgender are most at risk. So by shortening the time that persons are waiting, we're going a long way in improving the, the, the circumstances for transgender people. Well said. Any final thoughts? Transgender Albertans have a right to good quality care like every other Albertan. All of us in this province can provide this care. We have the knowledge and the ability, maybe not always the confidence, but if we reach out to to the other practitioners who do this work, take advantage of the information that's around, we can also provide good care to this population group. Again,
0: well said. Thanks again for inviting me to talk to you about this, Dr. Marshall.
1: You're very welcome. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thanks again for tuning in to Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. This has been just one of the many stories from the current issue of our online publication. You can read the entire publication at add.albertadoctors.org. See you next time.